This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and D 52. 15. And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. I'm Paul Tyler. This is Lincoln A to Z on East Midlands Station of the Year, Siren FM. Uh, I'm a lager man. Uh, over there is Johnny Hoare, who is a bitter Bitter, bitter man. <laughs> In more ways than one. Uh, uh, sorry, Johnny. You know, of course, it's Radio Academy Award-nominated producer Johnny Hoare, which which lifts it a little. You know, I could say anything to you uh, and then introduce you as Radio Awards-nominated uh, producer Johnny Hoare and, uh, you know, just fixes everything. Uh, it's, what, uh, it's what I believe the young people of today called banter. Yeah, yeah, we're good at that, aren't we? Well, we're proving right now. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, Johnny, what grid are we going to visit this week? Name's Chris Turk, work in a call centre, been in Lincoln all my life, which is 30 years. Right, okay, uh, now you could pick out. Um, number we've got is X for X rate 12. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM, X12. Johnny, what? is in our grid square X12, please. X12 is what we've called Washingborough Pits. So we've got uh, Pits Road, Marlborough Avenue, and I, I was going to say, of course, the pits themselves, but it didn't quite work out that way when we went to Canic Pits, did it? No, no. I mean, this is where the, the suspense of this programme uh, is really hung up upon that. Anyone that had the... Uh, oh, I don't know, it always sounds uh, peculiar to doing any self-deprecation, but really, if anyone had the misfortune to hear our Canic Pits programme, uh, you know, when, when we selected this formula, this whole thing of doing random grids from the Lincoln A to Z map, it was always going to be a roller coaster ride. Not every, you know, there's not not every grid has got a lot of juice in it. Um, and uh, I know, in fact, go back, go back and listen on the podcast, lincolnatorz.co.uk, uh, click on Canic Pits and, uh, and, and you know, just, uh, you have to listen to it to appreciate it, really. I mean, it's, it's almost car crash radio, almost, not quite, but almost. Um, so this is where the suspense lies. When we go to Washingborough Pits, will we find anything? Will we find anything? Stay tuned. To find out, I mean, if you know anything about this, if you know anything about the Washingborough Pits grid, <laughs> please, please contact us. And uh, if you know anything about any of our other 51 grids, you can also email us, Lincoln, A to Z, at sirenonline.co.uk. You'll find us on Facebook, and of course there's Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. Um, but now, the, uh, the only grid visit this week uh, is where we begin by resurrecting that pitiful, and the pun is intended there, pitiful, shameful, atrocious, diabolical horror of a failed visit to a previous grid. It's on a pleasant uh, but overcast day. Your, your intrepid presenter and producer, oh, we're out at X12, uh, Washingborough. And um, this is a, this, is, this is, grid, I think, is going to be about a search, a search for the pits. As we, as we get to the end, I know we're getting more reflective over other uh, grids we visited, but that's because, you know, we've built up a, a body of work, if you like. 
Uh, if, if you want to be pompous about it, you could call it a body of work. Um, we've got a lot of meanderings down on the internet, I think, uh, is, is, a, is a better way of putting it. And um, one of those meanderings is Johnny and I searching for canic pits uh, and, uh, and failing, uh, failing in doing so. Genuinely, we've no idea today if when we get up Pitts Road, which can only lead to one thing, Pitts, um, whether we're actually going to find some pits, whether we're going to have any access to the pits, and even if we do have any access to a pit, is it going to make any interesting, stimulating, educational radio? I'm not so sure. Um, and uh, mode of transport, well, my, uh, my racer, my old classic 50 pound from the side of the road racer that's, uh, that's completing all these grids, uh, still working fine. Not done much maintenance on it just lately, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's going okay. Still a little bit of mud from Series 4 on there, which I'm still quite proud about. Uh, Johnny, Johnny's mode of transport is a bit different. Uh, how would you describe uh, your bicycle, Johnny? Well, it's a lady's bike, isn't it? I mean, we, I can't get away from that. I've, uh, it's, it's my wife's bike, my, my original bike, that awful thing you gave me, finally collapsed and died uh, when we were going to uh, our Scunthorpe Road grid. It was, it was beyond hope. It was, it was truly dead. So today I've had to resort to borrowing my wife's bike. I've took the, the wicker basket off the front, <laughs> which I think has done a lot to kind of man up the, the look of it, but it is still inescapably a lady's bike. Uh, kind of purple, do you call that colour? Scarlet? Yeah, no, it's, it's, dark, it's dark red. You, dark yeah, red. I think you're doing it down. I think it looks like a grand machine. Hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's on the more feminine side of red, certainly, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. still uh, a nice uh, a nice dark red. Uh, it's, it's, it looks like a fantastic bike, Johnny. Really nice. I assume it's very comfortable to ride. It is, actually. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's far better than that one you get me. It's, it's great. And look, it's even got a little bell. A two-tone, a two-tone bell. That's fantastic. That can't be ignored, can it? Unless, uh, unless you're like ninety-nine percent of the population walking around with headphones in, uh, and they do ignore it. Um, but I, do you know, I was I, knowing that this was going to happen today. I very nearly came out uh, on my my wife's bike, uh, which I love. I love riding. Very comfortable. Uh, the uh, the sit-up and beg handlebars, uh, fantastic. And that's got a basket on the front as well. So I was going to come out in solidarity, but I really, really want. And this is this is actually the truth. You know, I mean, I could dress this up however you like, but it's really the truth that I want to complete. Um, the whole of the 52 grids uh, on my racer is kind of a, a thing it's, it's, it's just battling a little bit against I think we, we certainly said uh, in previous series about battling a little bit against the Lycra biker you know those people who, uh, who have their posh bikes have to spend all that money on it and actually you don't you can just pick something up pretty cheaply from the side of the road spend a little bit on it as you go along uh, but you know cycling doesn't have to be expensive and, uh, and I'm, I'm single handedly trying to prove that but what I might do is when I get home go around the block on my wife's bike mm. It's a bit like how, you know, we all secretly like to try our wife's tights on, you know. So it's, it's, uh, it's very much like that, isn't it? No? <laughs> so when we first uh, came to Washingborough on a different grid, which I think was uh, was W11. Yeah, yeah, I think W11, yeah. Um, this, where we are now, is kind of what I was afraid of, what I remembered of Washingborough, uh, which is a very bungalowed, suburban uh, village uh, and I think we were pleasantly surprised well if I don't think I know we were very pleasantly surprised when we found that Washingborough uh, had some character and I think it is a, it's, it's a tale of two Washingboroughs a tale of two grids if you like and so where we are now Park Lane and oh, you know our, our little grid it stretches down for a little bit further but I don't want to see any more of this we've been here before it's very much like when, when we went up to Broadway Johnny and you were quite disgusted by Broadway yeah. uh, and we turned around very quickly and came back and I, I think we've got that same 
same kind of feeling now. I mean, Park Lane, someone's going to sting you on Monopoly, aren't they, if you, uh, if you end up on Park Lane? Uh, I kind of get that feeling now. I feel like you'd be stung. Yeah, I think it's a standard format of village, isn't it, where you get a nice old bit in the middle and then these kind of very dull suburbs. 1970s kind of suburbs, I guess they are, around the outside. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so we're seeing now, and this is, this is nice to add in some character, but it's right on the edge. I bet they wouldn't have allowed this too far down Park Lane. Um, it's a, a bench carved out, and I think there's obviously relevance to the local area. You can see like an aeroplane on there, obviously, sums up a bit of Lincolnshire life. All lovely, carved out of wood. Oh, look, a duck on the back as well. That's what you want to see, isn't it? A duck on the back with, uh, with some fish. Uh, well, do you know what? If I was listening to this, Johnny, I'd think. I think what this man is about to say is a load of old gibberish, but um, we're about to walk on a on a public footpath, which is going to take us into something called Washingborough Pits. Now, this day you feel after the the deflation we had <laughs> from Canic Pits, uh, still we don't know what's what's going to be through here. We can't really see much, um, but just this next step I'm about to take, it feels like a bit of a a bit of a one in the eye for them over there at Canic. Uh, and makes me feel a lot better about Washington. I'm, I'm going to start warming to this place a whole lot more once I take this step, which I've done now, and we're through, and we are now in a green area uh, called Washingborough Pits. Uh, in your face, can it? Uh, so perhaps anyone who's from around of here, or been here, uh, would think, well, he's about to have an anticlimax, because really it's just a nice walk through woodlands, but... It's still, it's still one. It's still something we're still hanging on to. But it is. It's a very nice walk through woodlands, actually, as it goes. And uh, houses are getting a bit posher. As you can see, that one over there in the distance. Crikey, that's a lot. When you talk about big houses, it's a lot of grass to cut. Uh, but I suppose people with big houses have people to cut the grass for them, don't they? And if you've got a, a garden that size, you'd have one of them sit on lawnmowers, wouldn't you? Which would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that, yeah, I mean, basically, we're looking down now. Uh, we're, we're facing north, uh, and we've just turned west, and we're, we're looking down now into a pit. Uh, it's, it, as, as pits go, it's, 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 a, it's a nice pit. You know, people would walk past this and wouldn't think it would mean anything to someone, but it, it, means, a, it means a little bit to us. Um, but um, you know, um, there, there's the reason. There's a story behind this whole thing. It'll been this would have been dug out for something, wouldn't it? Something else is mm. built somewhere else because this has been dug out. Probably a bypass, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, medieval bypass. Um, I mean, we, we noted earlier that um, you know there's a lot of stone houses around here. Is it, is it stone though? Digging out of these pits? Could well be. Could well be. Are these pits basically where the village began. Ow! Ow! Just walking through some of the the shrubs and things around here, and we're we're disturbing wildlife as we go. So we're not about to step too far into the pit. Also, there's a tree that's been well, it looks like it's been sawn down. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been sawn down. It wasn't a lightning strike, uh, but attached to that tree is a sign saying "Pry Key." Uh, I'm assuming the rest of it we can't see. It says "Private Keep Out." Uh, but there's a tire swing here. Um, now, Johnny, I'm assuming neither you or I are going to be brave enough to go over that because that uh, it's got you've been framed written all over it. There's, two, there's 250 <laughs> quid in this for me and you. Well, I've got a camera um, here, so you know if you want to pop on it. Look at that rope at the top. Look at it. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. It looks like it's going to... A very similar thing happened to me. You know, when I before I moved to Lincoln, so we're looking 1984, this happened. And um, there was a place down this road, which has actually turned into houses now. It's a housing estate in Sleaford. Uh, and I did a very similar thing. Big rope swing out over what is... I'm going to say the word ravine, uh, but please note that I am exaggerating. It's not a ravine. It's just uh, a great big dark fall down into a big pile of nettles. Uh, and I did. I did do that. I fell off. And I felt it. So the, the the shock of something happened when I was, what, seven years old? Mm. I'm not about to relive that, Johnny. I'm not about to relive that nightmare horror story. Not even 250 quid and, you know, Harry Hill making funny comments over you. It would be funny, wouldn't it? It would be good. No. So as we walk away now from, well, half an hour of off-mic badgering uh, from the producer trying to get me on that rope swing, uh, I won... Uh, and we're, we're, we're heading away. Johnny's disappointed, not not because he wanted to make this good for radio. I mean, the, a, a fella swinging around on radio ain't no good. He was wanting to see me fall off. And yeah, we'd, we, you know, we'd have split the two hundred and fifty quid, wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Yes, we would. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't even think he wanted to see me fall off for that. Um, I think there's something something deeper. <laughs> something something more mischievous there's a darker work afoot here uh, and I for one am pleased now to be leaving the pits out the north end uh, and back in to a bit of civility and yeah well so we found the pits uh, and, and that's, that brings us uh, you know we, we're on we feel like everything's gone full circle now so we, we found pits they were just pits, you know. There's no, there's nothing, uh, no way of getting around it. Um, it's, it's funny because when Canning pits and Washington pits were pulled out, I was, oh, that sounds interesting, you know, as many of our grids have done. But then, you know, you get there and uh, you either can't get to them, or, uh, or really, they're just a big hole in the ground. And uh, you know, you try fill an hour and a half of radio with that. But uh, I think, I think we did okay there, Johnny. There was a lot of talk at the beginning. Um, about uh well certainly let's just you know we'll, we'll mull over the cross-dressing thing although you know that's fine you know if you want to come out i mean that'd be brilliant for ratings yeah they don't really work on the radio though does it i could say i'm wearing stockings and suspenders right now which you know as it happens i am <laughs> but you know it doesn't make any difference to the listener does it no no that's true that's true in fact you yeah, i'm just looking at our ratings monitor here uh we need to put another battery in that one johnny hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there at the end. You know, there, there's this bit, there has been this thing about you always wanting to sort of trespass and go and try and push me, Johnny. <laughs> you always tried to push me over. Now, where do you remember when we were in uh, Swan Home, Swan Home Lakes? I didn't make you go uh, in the past that sign that said snakes are uh, here, did I? No, you didn't. No, no, that was very thoughtful of you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, you know, and uh, mm. and the way you delayed your action there in saying that we would have shared that 250 quid. Well, it's my camera. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, yeah. it's no you could you falling off a swing without the cam the camera is the important element there. So you yeah, know, yeah. as such I should have a larger proportion of the money. Well yeah, I mean this is it. I mean we're always trying to uh, be a little bit younger here on uh, on Lincoln A to Z than we really are, aren't mm, we? And uh, <laughs> really haven't grown up. And uh, you just need to look at the concept of the programme for that. And uh you know there there are people the, these days, Johnny, that say the Hollyoaks generation these days, they say uh photo or it didn't happen. Yeah, I agree with them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, uh, right. Okay, so uh, there, also at the beginning there, there was uh, the majority of that grid visit uh, was taken up with uh, talking about uh, a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, my lady's bike. Your lady's bike. Which I, I, as the day went on, I kind of relaxed into it. You know, I became a bit more confident. I'm very secure in my sexuality, hence the stockings and mm-hmm. suspenders. Absolutely. So, you know, um, I, I kind of relaxed into it. And then as we, we rode back in, back into Lincoln again, and I was just coming to Broadgate, and a kid who it looked, actually looked very much like Nelson from The Simpsons, <laughs> yeah. pointed directly <laughs> at me, and in that tone of voice said, Girls' bike. Oh, and <laughs> that was, that was, I was just crushed and I was embarrassed for the rest of the journey home so yeah well, it's well, it really suited you it was really good yeah. and they, 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 as we said there they are so comfortable always nice yeah. so comfortable yeah yeah, yeah. so right okay and now also in there we, we were sort of mentioning uh, about Park Lane and mm. if you win now very recently uh, I thrashed absolutely trounced uh, my eldest daughter uh, at Monopoly and basically it's because you get Park Lane uh, if you uh, oh, it's Mayfair, isn't it? I suppose it's Mayfair. Advance to Mayfair uh, because that's on a chance card, and you know, as soon as you've got that, you've built a little bit of property on it. Boom, you've won the game. There's no getting around it. There's no uh, there's no way out of it. No, uh, no amount of Trafalgar Squares are going to rescue you from that. Um, you're mortgaged up to the to the eyeballs. Um, but uh, I was I was thinking because recently I've seen the uh, the Lincoln version of Monopoly. On oh, right, yeah. And uh, the, the the old Kent Road property is uh, the showroom in Lincoln, which is just the most fantastic venue. Uh, if you've got children, Johnny, or you've got a young daughter now, and you, it's just, for the amount of money you spend, they do this thing on, on weekends called the Quids Inn. Um, and basically, you know, you, you, you chuck a quid behind the counter of the showroom, uh, which is on Tritton Road in Lincoln. And uh, your kids can go around doing you know, various things, bowling, a bit of kicking a football, pool, table tennis, all this kind of thing. It just keeps them occupied for hours and hours. And uh, we were away last week and we were telling friends of ours this down south. <laughs> and they were just bamboozled because this kind of thing, you know, just like that kind of thing for a quid. Um, so if you don't know about the showroom, let's, let's just, you know, drop an advert in here because, you know, this is a community radio station. Find out about the showroom. It's connected to the YMCA uh, and it's just the most fabulous organisation if you have kids anywhere between the age of, well, really sort of... Uh, two and uh, uh, and young adults uh, that go in there and use it as a cafe as well uh, which is absolutely fantastic um but also the uh, we're going back to that lincoln monopoly board uh, the the killer one there is lincoln cathedral um so if you if you get lincoln cathedral uh, you've won the game so that's in the the mayfair position yeah it is right. in the mayfair position oh, okay. uh, we don't want to build a hotel on the cathedral though would you no no you wouldn't Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Normally at this stage, uh, the programme, we'd introduce Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives, but we've given her the week off for good behaviour. Uh, so this episode of Lincoln A to Z, we're going to play some audio from the good people at the Spires and Steeples website. Now, uh, the Spires and Steeples route is between Lincoln Cathedral and St Dennis Church in Sleaford, which is my old stomping ground, and it runs along the B1189, taking in the villages along that route. Uh, now, we last heard from them in our Branston grid, uh, the first Branston grid that we visited, uh, so what do these voices from the past reveal about Washington? There was um, a French man by the name of Jean-Pierre Hardouin who came over to Lincolnshire quite frequently because he, he, um, he worked for a firm that uh, experimented with different kinds of seeds, the best seeds for different kinds of ground. So he was coming over to Lincolnshire and uh, this village um, he came from, Orgerous, is just sort of southwest of Paris. He'd been told, asked by his village to look for a, a village in Lincolnshire to twin with. Somebody said to him that they'd heard that Washingborough was looking for a, a twinned village. The end result is that uh, eventually the two villages were twinned and uh, they've come here every other year and in between we've gone there and we've only just really come back from uh, a weekend in Orgerous about a month ago. 
I didn't move to the village until about 1951 uh, on the main road, which was originally called Town Road. Uh, the house I lived in was the scene of the last of the Lincolnshire Rantans. This is a quaint custom where if you were caught wife-beating or other similar friendly sort of occasions, uh, the, the, the villagers would gather round with pots and pans and uh, call the man out, um, chant a rhyme, walk round the village two or three for three nights actually, and then uh, burn an effigy of the person. When, when we moved there, as has been said earlier, so many characters remember in front of us was Tomcat Row. Now Walter Harvey lived there, and Tui Foster. Walter and Tui Foster were always at loggerheads, and the main point was there was very little sanitation in the village then, and they accused each other of peeing in each other's garden, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which caused the nettles to glow, grow. There was old Mrs. Smith and Walt Harvey, and Westy lived in between the two of them. Yeah. And uh, one day... Um, Westy came home and he always used to wear Wellington boots. He didn't know what, it, no matter what weather it was, Somewhere he had Wellington boots. And old Mrs. Smith, she, uh, she said, uh, Westy, if you don't get a wash, you see that soft water tub out there? He says, Me and Walt's got to have you in there. Well, anyway, he still smelt a day or two later. So uh, Walt Harvey and Mrs. Smith and one or two more. Put Westy in the soft water tub and gave him a bar of carbolic soap. And now he says, Now get yourself washed. There was always something going on in the village, wasn't there, at uh, uh, one time or another. I mean, the church took a big part in the, in the village. I mean, uh, not a lot of people liked the vicar at the time, Hutchison, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, at least, at least, people was was pretty fair to him. They was, they kept supporting him and that. And my grandfather, he was a bell ringer. My father was a bell ringer. I've been a bell ringer. My son's a bell ringer, and my granddaughter's a bell ringer in the village. And you know, um, it is the centre of the village, really. There we go, fabulous there. And what I absolutely love there, the people giggling in the background, uh, certainly with reference to weeing on nettles. But uh, I mean, really, you know, just uh, fabulous stories there uh, taken uh, and, and told in, in by people who've, who've lived through it and people who, uh, who've got the uh, the voice of the area, uh, which is, is, is kind of the Lincolnshire accent, Lincolnshire dialect. I can't remember, Johnny, if we have spoken about this before. We've certainly talked about words and phrases, Lincolnshire words and phrases. Uh, but the Lincolnshire dialect is quite... A peculiar one because it's no discernible accent. It's not as brash or you know as as noticeable as as maybe uh, Essex or or Scouse uh, or Yorkshire. Not as identifiable as that, and it's certainly not as oh I don't know we are, oh, I need to be careful here, but not as carrot crunchy. And you know what I mean by that. You know what I mean by that. <laughs> oh, yeah, as yeah, say yeah. Uh, Norfolk or Somerset, the West yeah. Country, and that kind of thing. And hold that thought, by the way. Hold that thought of the Somerset and the West Country. We'll come to it later. Um, but there is definitely some kind of Lincolnshire accent isn't there and uh, we, we we may or may not ask a question about that in the future uh, although we've only got a few grids to get it in on uh, and i've only just thought of it it's like i'm thinking out loud here almost but uh, for more information on that kind of thing go to spiresandsteeples.com uh, where you can also find out about their challenges i think uh, they uh, you can either walk or run the route between uh, st dennis's church in sleaford and lincoln in fact actually the route is the way around you start in lincoln and finish 
in Sleaford. Um, you can either walk or run it, but uh, I know it happened in October this year. Uh, but it looks like a, a good challenge and certainly a lot of uh, picturesque scenery uh, along the way. Nice villages along the route. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z. Uh, now, with, along with the rest of the media world, uh, we can't go uh, three minutes without uh, looking at our Facebook and Twitter apps uh, on our telephone. Now, over the last few days, uh, what we've done is we've been asking uh, questions. We like to ask uh, questions every now and then. And I think I actually had a different question uh, that I was going to uh, put onto social media, uh, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, and then I, I got this absolute brainwave to find out. I want to know what people think the future of Lincoln is. It's a difficult question. A few have broached it. Um, and uh, let's just uh, name check the uh, the social media areas we use because um, growing growing a Facebook group is is very very tricky work uh, and very time consuming. Luckily, other people have done it for us. Uh, Phil Gresham, who's uh, featured on this program previously, uh, has got a brilliant website called uh, not website, sorry, Facebook page uh, called It's About Lincoln. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, probably more people um, are on you're probably from Lincoln if, then actually live in Lincoln. You know, it's, it's such a success. Uh, long may that continue. Thanks to both of us, both those uh, pages, for letting me uh, spout on there and ask some questions to get some responses to talk about on the radio. So when we've talked uh, and asked questions in the past, you know, quite a lot of the time it's flippancy because, you know, we, we understand our place. This is uh, light entertainment. And... Um, when we've asked questions about pubs, long lamented pubs, huge, huge responses. We couldn't get through them all. Uh, when we asked about food, uh, which I think, Johnny, was just before last Christmas, wasn't it? When we did uh, some food sampling here in the studio. Oh, that was very nice. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed yeah, it. It was nice on the night. Uh, yeah. I was quite ill the next day. Yeah. And uh, again, huge, huge responses for food, you know. Uh, ugly buildings, one of our first ever questions, ugly buildings. Uh, again, big responses from that. A lot of people uh, have, a, you know, opinions on, uh, you know, some of the more outdated 60s architecture uh, that still exists in and around Lincoln. Uh, but uh, the future of Lincoln is, is and, and quite rightly so, is a much more challenging concept. Uh, I think it's quite a challenging concept uh, to to be proactive and to look up, not down if you can. You know, because it's very easy just to be very pessimistic and go, bruh, bruh, bruh. Uh, about it all and that's when you end up no no I was going somewhere then which I can't go <laughs> I remembered I'm not down the pub I'm, I'm broadcasting on the radio so um, it, it's a tricky thing and we've uh, we've got some uh, in, intelligent input here um, uh, however the first the first person to respond Andy Dayton used to broadcast here at Siren FM and he says come on Paul be gentle with us what's wrong with do you prefer white or brown bread now that's normally that's normally where we'd be isn't it uh, obviously the answer's brown uh, I like white sometimes. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you you just have to put your flag in the sand, though, don't mm, you? you don't. Um, but then um, straight away, and this is this is not. I, I was expecting this, uh, and it's certainly not to be jeered at. Um, Mick replies with, uh, "Well, the, uh, regarding the future uh, of Lincoln, not a lot until both road and rail are brought up to standard. Now, it, transport, as we've gone around our journeys here, Johnny, uh, on Lincoln A to Z, transport has, has featured quite a lot." Really, um, you yeah. know, the, the the plans for it, the look of it very soon. Uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit more today. But very soon we're going to be uh, one of our grids is pretty much just in the middle of a field, which is the proposed eastern bypass. Uh, you and I have our, our opinions on that. Um, but a lot of people do really want and need and, and, and feel that they want they want that uh, bypass route through. But we're not going to really touch on that today because it's going to come up and it's going to be the main focus um, in a couple of programs time. Um, but. 
the development of the city has outweighed the road network. I think, you know, I think I don't think many people would argue with that. Um, but where does the money come from to improve that road network? And what do you knock down? Where, you know, what what buildings do you plough through here in Lincoln to, to build a, a better road network? Well, I mean, we don't want to, you know, invade too much on our, our eastern bypass uh, grids. I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot. But um, my view is we don't need more roads. We just need to use the ones we've got more efficiently by using buses and encouraging people to walk and cycle and that kind of thing. You don't necessarily need more and more and more space. You just need to use the space you've got better. But I do think people people do get a bit carried away with it, I think. Um, I think you've said this before as well, that you, you haven't really seen traffic until you've been to a proper big city. And actually just today I was reading something on a website and there was, there was somebody from Stamford talking about traffic around <laughs> the Stamford area. And they used the word gridlock gridlock yeah. now gridlock is what you get in downtown manhattan possibly Barcelona, maybe, you yeah. don't get it around stamford you know people need to i think keep things in perspective a little yeah, and also I, think about their part in the issue exactly exactly i, I explain uh, on a regular basis uh, to my children that uh, when they complain about us being stuck in traffic because we we live the wrong side of the lines you know we live the other side of the lines but i knew that when i decided to move where i move uh, and so i do my best i do my absolute best that when those train lines go and make that noise Oh, you give a little sigh out. Oh, no, not again. And uh, you just think, well, okay, I knew this when I moved there. I knew this when I moved there. Uh, but yeah, 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 certainly we are uh, in, a, in a car. Uh, and we are part of the, you know, we, we are, we're not stuck in traffic. We are traffic. We're taking this up. And certainly that's the lesson we learned uh, when we talked to Access LN6 on this very program. Um, so what have you got a comment there from Barry, uh, John? Yeah, uh, Barry says, uh, the future of Lincoln is bright. Uh, housing will continue to improve and the city will expand. There is room for business parks to be developed. The high street through to Bracebridge needs a facelift. I'm sure this will happen. The city road system needs serious makeover uh, with possible one-way systems and pedestrianisation of a bit more of the inner city roads, uh, including nearby the railway crossing, which I think is going to happen. Uh, the sheer volume of traffic in and out of the city, we're back to traffic again, um, each day gives the planners a real headache with regards to the road network. Park and ride, maybe, but uh, that has not been has that not been tried before? I'm not sure it has properly in Lincoln. Uh, I would love to come back in 50 years' time, and I certainly would. I think Lincoln, it, it has changed a lot, and I think one of the things, just leaving aside traffic for a little while as well, one of the things that's really changed in the city is the, the kind of character of it. You know, I can just about remember it being a lot more industrial, acres and acres of factories and things all around the Tritton Road area especially places where you'd go past and you'd see sparks coming out of them there were people you know using grinders and that kind of thing uh, I don't know what the proper you word are, is for these things no, I work I in like, an office do you know what, I, this is wonderful you know how much I love watching you talking about things like, <laughs> like real work yeah but, uh, but it has you know Lincoln has changed an enormous amount and we, we seem to have by accident or design moved more and more towards two things really education university where we're sitting right now and tourism and i i reckon that's the future of lincoln that's where we're heading those seem to be the places where i mean look, looking around the university and the buildings that are going up around here all the time there seems to be a bottomless pit of money in, in education uh, which there ain't anywhere else um and of course tourism you know brings in enormous amounts of money to the city and you know we've got the the raw material for tourism here with the cathedral and the castle and, and all that stuff people want to see it Excellent. Good points, Johnny. And uh, I think we'll uh, we'll come back uh, to a bit more there, certainly with tourism and how we're, uh, some people are perhaps planning uh, to get people to and from Lincoln. Uh, uh, later on, when we continue uh, looking at these uh, Facebook comments that come from It's About Lincoln, and of course, you're probably from Lincoln if. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln.
to the dulcet tones of uh, Tom Davies, telling us now that it's time for a question of Lincoln. Uh, Johnny L. Hall, I think you should go first this week. Yeah, all right, I'll go first. A uh, nice, uh, nice easy one for you. Excellent. I know you like history ones. <laughs> oh yeah, my favourite. <laughs> it's not really a history one. Damn it. Back in the 13th century. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's not now, is it? Well, you just wait, just wait. Look at me, I'm looking at the future. <laughs> Back in the 13th century, the huge importance of Lincoln's wool trade saw it grow to become the third largest city in the UK, behind only London and York. But where does Lincoln rank today? Ooh, oh, well, you see? oh, no, no, yeah. as, as always, Johnny, I should have faith. That's a really Pulled good question. Again. Well done. Is it A, the 51st largest? <laughs> B, the 96th largest, Ooh. or C, the 112th largest. Oh, good Your numbers. 10 seconds starts now. Oh, 51st. I mean, I'm instantly drawn to 51st because I'm thinking of the 51st, 51st state, uh, with Bobby Carlyle and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, but I don't think that's true. I'm going to go for the middle. Middle for diddle, B, whatever it was. You're going to go for B, which was nice. Three. You're right, yeah. Uh, we're just behind Woking in Surrey, uh, but we're ahead. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Woking are beating Woking. us at something. They are, yeah. Right, we're Lincoln, Lincoln. This, I don't know how many people are listening right now, but shape up. We need to beat Woking. <laughs> well, we are ahead of Gillingham, so, you know, oh, Gillingham yeah. losers take that. Excellent, excellent. Right, okie dokie. My turn uh, for a question of Lincoln to you. Johnny, uh, Lincoln is home. Uh, to the Quality Assurance Department. I, like the, I love the, the opening of this. The quality. See, that, that sounds like uh, oh, it's going to be some kind of middle management kind of hmm. awfulness. But let me finish that sentence, Johnny. Okay. See, I'm even interrupting myself on question of Lincoln now. This is atrocious. Lincoln is home to the Quality Assurance Department of Rockstar Games. Ah, okay. The company that brought us Grand Theft Auto video games. And, uh, well, actually, incidentally, when I went along to an Access LN6 event, uh, I met a couple of chaps there. From Rockstar Games, the nicest guys I've ever met. I mean, really, they were, to be honest, they were almost too nice. Uh, you can hardly believe it. Anyway, my mate Ron gave me his copy of Grand Theft Auto to have a razz on. And, and that's exactly the right terminology, Johnny. Don't, don't, Are you don't sure? look at me like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that meant someone entirely No, 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 no. Okay. You, you, you razz about, don't you, on Grand Theft Auto? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, saying, I'm down with it. So my question of Lincoln to you, Johnny L. Hoare. And in brackets, just after that, of my script here, Johnny, that I've written. Mm. Can you just read out what I've... I've oh, no, because you've seen the questions. <laughs> right, okay. No, no, right, okay, right, hang on. Here no, no, this, is, this is important that you read that. After your okay. name there, what's in brackets? Uh, ham. Ham. Why? <laughs> because six times, six times I tried to type in whore is there. I kept typing <laughs> ham. Oh, my question of Lincoln to you, Johnny, L, ham, is how did I get on... <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> this is the most tenuous Lincoln link I've ever heard. Thank you very much. We're getting to the end of the series. Uh, did I A. Uh, complete the game within two weeks? Mm. B. Did I not get past the first training stage? Or C. Did one of the kids use this expensive game as a frisbee and now it no longer works? Oh, um, they're all plausible. Apart from the first one, obviously. Uh, so it's 50 <laughs> 50, isn't it? Um, I'm going to say. B, you didn't ca- get past the training. That's stage. correct, of course oh, it is. Yeah. Obviously, hang on, hang on. There's me. There we go. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Apologies to my children; they're far too uh, well behaved for that. Uh, they use uh, they use t- uh, Gary Barlow's uh, greatest hits uh, as frisbees. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Uh, now, earlier on in the program, uh, this edition of Lincoln A to Z, where earlier on we uh, we we 
had a bit of a search for the pits at X12 at Washingborough. Uh, but we've moved on a little bit now and we're looking at what the future holds. And uh, we've been incorporating... You're probably from Lincoln If, and it's about Lincoln, uh, to help us along there on their, on their Facebook sites. Um, now, earlier on, we were talking about tourism, and uh, someone here uh, has mentioned it with Mick, uh, who has mentioned that the M11, the M11, I drove on the M11 recently, I don't want to think about the M11 on a Monday night, but the M11 needs to be brought up to and around Lincoln uh, to finish near the Humber Bridge. Um, and, and I think the idea there is to bring uh, more people uh, to Lincoln and, uh, and to bring tourism here and, uh, you know, certainly more uh, bigger businesses, that kind of thing. I can sort of see his thinking there. But I remember speaking to Peter Kerr, who was uh, a very successful author, uh, who came to us. He, he walked around one of our... It was, it was a grid that was just... It was in the centre of our grids, uh, but it wasn't quite the West End. Uh, it was just up now around near... Um, I was going to say Spinal Tap, but it's the uh, Tap and Spire. Uh, and he said that, you know, he, he knows a place like Lincoln that had had a big road built towards it and it lost its charm and its character and i wonder that if you know if we i mean the a46 has opened up now hasn't it you know you can get to us uh, quite easily now and i th- do you know what <laughs> i've become that country bumpkin now johnny where i say oh that seems quite enough you know you, you sort of think well some of it's if we do open up to too much tourism and bigger business um which i've called for on this very program in the past haven't i i've said you know why aren't the big bigger companies coming in here and employing people you know they probably cost them less um but now I, I, I don't know, I've changed my mind on that, which I'm, I'm perfectly in my rights to do, and say oh, it might lose its charm, it might lose its character, it might lose its quaintness. I think it's important for a city to, to maintain some kind of uniqueness. I mean, America's very good at this. If you travel, just, I think possibly just because of the sheer size of the place. Yeah. But uh, individual cities in America do have a different feel about them. Um, you know, different shops, different chain, their own little chain stores and their own sort of way of doing things, their own street furniture, their own type of street lamps, that kind of thing. And it all makes it feel, as you, when you travel around America, as I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I did travel around America a little while back. Well done. Um, and uh, each, each city you go to does feel, it does feel, <laughs> there we always banging on about Barcelona. <laughs> um, it, it does, as you go along around these cities, they do have a unique feel each. And I think that's, it's really important to try and hang on to that. Lincoln has got that. People do say when they come here that if feels a bit different to a lot of other places and i think we need to cling to that yeah yeah i mean i'm in the unique position of, uh, of not really worrying too much uh, about um uh, immigrants and things like that that come into the uk you know i probably stand alone in a lot of places and say uh, i welcome them uh, it's just other people from the uk I don't <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um okay right so what you got there johnny uh josie uh, has got a few comments from us uh, she says uh, the biggest stores are going out of the center and along tritton road we should have a bus service to accommodate this, leaving the inner city room for more artisan shops. The market needs a thorough overhaul and advertise more. Last time I went in there, there was hardly anyone in there. The stallholders outnumbered the customers. Uh, I think something has been done about the bus station, but that needs to be done now rather than later. I think we'd agree with that when we went to the bus station for our, our Branston grid just recently. It's yeah. not a nice place, is it? It's a bit of an embarrassment. Yeah, no, we got out of there as soon as possible, didn't we? You, uh, you on a bus uh, and me on a bike. Uh, who won that particular race, Johnny? Just remind me. Uh, you know very well. I know, everyone knows. Okay, uh, we'll skip past that. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know, a bus, a, a bus out to those stores on Tritton Road, it's not actually that far, is it? Not really, no. Personally, I'd, I'd prefer to see the big stores and the little stores all in the city centre together, so you can just walk from one to the other. That's proper competition. It's not really competition when you have to make a special journey out to somewhere, is it? Well, it's true, but then I said, I don't know, you see there, I'm thinking that if you have this big proper competition, mm. who's going to win that competition? The bigger stores are always going to win them if they're, uh, if they're next to uh, a, a, small, a small businessman. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll take yeah. your point. 
Well, for once. Hang on a minute. <laughs> what date is it, Johnny? It's the, it's the, 3rd, of, the 3rd of November. 3rd of November. 2014. I'm putting a ring around the calendar <laughs> because you very nearly said, I mean, I'm going to take it that you said you're exactly right there, Paul. <laughs> I'm going to put a ring around the calendar. I'm taking this day off next year. Uh, I'm going to announce a, a public holiday in the Tyler household. Uh, well, thanks, Johnny. I mean, you know, it's, 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 oh, I'm getting quite, quite dewy-eyed here. Oh, fetch a tissue, somebody. Right. Uh, a few more comments on this, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll skip off to Tref. Um, but uh, uh, Ricky here saying, hopefully, a few more job opportunities for the unemployed. And uh, yeah, I th- again, I think we have we've certainly covered this in previous programs where we've said some more some bigger companies uh, wouldn't go amiss. You know, we, we've we've got uh, huge offices for the likes of maybe well, certainly the council, obviously that you know, um, and Anglian Water uh, and various other. Um, companies as Siemens, obviously, uh, you know, if, if they left, uh, I think when we uh, when we covered that area, we knew, and everyone knows that we'd be bereft. The knock-on effect of that uh, to Lincoln would be, uh, well, it'd be catastrophic, and there's there's no denying that. You know, it's, it's not the elephant in the room; everybody knows it. Um, so, a few more uh, companies, just a few, mind, <laughs> that, that that could come in and, and set up here, uh, I don't think would be amiss. Um, Mike Shearer talked about an eastern bypass. Now we're going to come to that, Mike. We are going to come to that. We're going to devote. Almost a whole episode to that. Um, I can't decide if I'm thrilled by that or not. <laughs> um, Ian Ian says that in the future, let's remember the question here, in the future for Lincoln, what does it hold? Underwater, question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, not, I think we all need to be uh, buying property on top of the uh, on top of the hill, and then we'll be fine for, well, for now, and uh, buy a boat while you're at it. And final one on this one is relegation 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 from ryan and uh, actually topical because uh, lincoln city have uh, just uh, they've put their manager on gardening leave gary simpson's gone on gardening leave today uh, and in a future grid uh, over the next couple of weeks uh, johnny and i will be covering uh, a grid that covers just a tiny part of lincoln city but that's enough for us uh, to uh, want to go and hang around there uh, right okay now on lincoln a to z on siren fm uh, it's time for tref uh, now tref the right dishonourable Treff. Um, it's time for him to air his wares about our X12 uh, washy pit grid. Uh, now, we, we never really gave Treff a brief uh, when we uh, we told him to write and perform a piece for each of our grids, which is about to become evident. X12, Washingborough Pits. They're the pits, they're in Washingborough, they're the pits, not in Edinburgh, they're not in York or London or Leeds, they're just nearby in Washingborough, they're the pits. The Welsh love to sing, don't they? There you go. There's Treff. Uh, go to philosopherontap.com uh, if you fancy more of that, and I'd urge you to do so. Lincoln, A to Z, dot co, dot UK. So uh, that's it for another week. Uh, we've covered just about X12, Washy, Washingborough Pits. Um, so what's, what's coming up next week, Johnny? Where are we going to be uh, touting for business? Next week we're in our Q12 grid, which uh, is Washingborough Road. Uh, so you've got Washington Road going through the middle of it. You've got the cemetery on one side. You've got a golf course on the other. And, of course, most importantly, you've got the crematorium. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing out what's that. Well, you know, it's no disguise here, Johnny, that we've pre-recorded that, uh, edited it, and I think it's probably it's certainly uh, in the top five of, uh, of the bits of audio we've produced for that. And that's uh, some heavy competition at the top. Uh, the bottom, of course, is around about 30 swilling programmes that, uh, uh, that dingle and dangle around. Uh, OK, so thanks to Treff for his con- uh, contribution. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Uh, this has been a Joe Schmo production for Siren FM. Mm-hmm.